Hey everyone, welcome to the Super Review Show's Mixed Bag, coming to you live once again from the JK. I am joined by my good man, Bill Murphy. What's going on, folks? And uh, just a reminder to everyone who's out there listening to us, we the best podcast. We the best podcast. Super Review Show at night, coming at to night. you live as always. Uh, tonight, we uh, uh, just let you know, I am a little sick, so forgive my voice, but I'm going to try my best, everyone. We're doing good tonight. Bill, what is our topic for tonight? Well, we got an interesting thing for tonight, folks. We got a very interesting thing. Um, tonight we are talking about alternative castings. Yes, so big if one. You don't know what that means. We're basically going to be talking about films that weren't going to go with their first choice. That that the okay, you know what? Take two. Um. We're going to talk about films that the person they had in the movie wasn't exactly their first choice. So we're going to go into those. um, We're going to go in to those castings. And we got a couple. And we think this is going to be pretty interesting. Yeah, I'm excited to see what Bill has picked out. I mean, you guys obviously were curious what I have to pick out. So here we go. Uh, do you want to start off, Bill? You want to give you off your three or four? Yeah. Or why don't we just go back and forth like we do some? Let's do that. So, Bill, you go first. What's your okay. first alternative casting pick? My first alternative casting pick is Batman. The 1989 Batman, correct? 1989 Batman. Um, sure. Our screen here. Here we go. Perfect. Because we all know it's the one with, of course, the great Michael Keaton. And he actually, Michael Keaton was actually not the first choice to play Batman. There were actually a few other choices. One of them was Bill Murray. All righty. One Bill of them Murray. Bill Murray. Um, I'm a, I'm not me, a, uh, not Bill Murphy, Bill Murray. <laughs> um, Bill Murray. Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson, Kevin Costner. Oh my God. Charlie Sheen. What? Yeah, this was way before t- Charlie Sheen went crazy. Yeah, totally. Tom Selleck. Harrison Ford. Really? And Dennis Quaid. And also, and this is actually someone in the chat, and I just read this. Um, JT, I think we have someone new in the chat. Oh, hello. Welcome to the Super Review Shows. The Hero uh, of Time. Really? Here we go. Hello. The Hero of Time. Welcome. Welcome. Hello, to the Hero of Time. Show. Welcome to the chat board, my friend. Welcome to the Super Review Show. And Pierce Bronson was actually a- approached. Huh. Pierce Bronson, who you may not know as who you may know as James Bond. Correct. Um, because Burton was pressured by Warner Brothers to cast, you know, a big name. Right. Asked Pierce Bronson, but Pierce Bronson had no interest. Ah. Uh. Can you pe- picture it? A br- oh wait, we did get a British Batman like 20 years later. <laughs> we did, yes. 
with Christian Bale. Having to hide his... Having to hide his Britishness. But, yeah, like, okay, of those choices for Batman, if they didn't pick Michael Keaton, who do you think would have been the best? Let me read them to you again. Pierce Bronson, Mel Gibson, Kevin Costner, Tom Selleck, Bill Murray, Harrison Ford, and Dennis Quaid. Well, that's a list. Uh, oh, boy. Um, honestly, I'm going to go with Pierce Bronson. I think he'd be a good Batman. Really? I mean, I mean, I have, truth be told, I haven't seen his James Bond movies, but I will say, though, knowing that he played Bond made me, makes me think he could probably play Batman for, he, he probably could have, you know, just saying. You know who I think actually would have been good and call me crazy? Yeah, who? Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. Yeah, you know what? He probably could, to be honest with you, you know? I actually, again, folks, this was way before he went crazy. Yeah, totally. This was way before, this was like about a good 20 years before he went crazy. Um, but I could see it. I could see Charlie Sheen being the, you know, because in the 80s with Wall Street, I could see him being like the serious, you know, billionaire I mean, I, you, you could see him as Bruce Wayne a little bit, you know? Like, you know what? Maybe as Bruce Wayne, but maybe I'm maybe not on Batman, though. I mean, I definitely I think I definitely think he could have pulled it off. I mean, if you you saw Wall Street and stuff like that, but like, he definitely could have, you know? How do you think Tom Selleck would have been as Batman? I don't really see him, to be honest with you. I don't really see Tom Selleck as him, you know? Well, because I think maybe because Tom Selleck was older at this time, too. So, of course, they ended up going with Michael Keaton. Yeah. Because the thing is, uh, but people did not like that Michael Keaton was Batman. Oh, no, people were furious about it. Remember that? And then, sure enough, the history was made. And... Yeah, so for another role in the film, the Joker, you know who was being considered? Who, Bill? Talk to me. James Woods. Okay. Ray Liotta. Really? John Lithgow. I I could see John Lithgow, yeah. Tim Curry. Tim Curry, all right. Robin Williams also lobbied for the part. Oh, wow. And and this is a very interesting one. David Bowie. Thank you, Hero Time in the chat board for commenting that as well. Oh, Ray Liotta was considered for Batman and Harvey Dent as well. Wow. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, David Bowie was actually considered for Joker. How do you think that would have went? I mean, David Bowie, what a guy. I mean, first and foremost, so so creative in general and taking rock and roll into different directions, taking acting into different directions. Devin, my friend. Have you ever danced with the devil in the pan moon night? I think he could have pulled it off, to be honest with you. 
and then you could do the labyrinth dance. But, <laughs> um, and also, um, John Glover, Burton wanted John Clover to be the Joker, but the studio wanted to use more big names. Because this is one of the things, folks, that you got to know. The studio, when studios interfere, it either goes good or it goes bad. Yeah. And here, studio intervention, I think, went good. There was also a false report that Willem Dafoe was considered to be the Joker. I heard that as well. But it never happened. But he said that he wasn't considered. Mm, okay. Okay, so I'm going to ask you, like I did with Batman, of these choices, Tim Curry, David Bowie, John Lithgow, Ray Liotta, James Woods, aside from Jack Nicholson, who do you think would have been good? The first name that popped out in my head was actually Ray Liotta. I mean, because I mean, if, if you watch him, because a year later he did Goodfellas. And he was, uh, it was a crazy guy in that. So you think him pulling off crazy could have worked, to be honest with you? I think that could have worked out, you know? You know who I actually think? I think Tim Curry would have been really good as the Joker. Mm, probably. I mean, I, I have no doubt about that either. I think Tim Curry would have been really good. Um, and, well, it looks like this is the second time Tim Curry got passed over for the Joker because in Batman the Animated Series... He was actually supposed to voice the Joker, but then he got replaced by Mark Hamill. Really? Yeah, he was supposed to do the voice of the Joker in Batman the Animated Series. But you could still hear a few of his laughs. But they took out... But they ended up replacing him with Mark Hamill. So... Mm. There's a few fun facts you could replace... You could. There's a few fun facts you can impress your friends with at parties. Hey, this has been... Random Facts with Bill! Random Facts with Bill! Yeah, Random Facts with Bill brought to you by 1-800-GOT-BILL. Got Bill. And, hmm, you know what? Who And also this other thing. Sean Young was actually originally cast as Vicky Vale but was injured due to a horse riding accident. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, my God. But, so, but... They, so they suggested Kim Basinger. Um, yeah. Just want to jump over the chat board, Bill. That, go watch my... Uh, if you want to know my thoughts on Kim Basinger, go watch my last year's Burton Month review of Batman. That explains it much better. Um. Movie Hall's production. Go check it out. Okay, Hero of Time is saying Batman top three would be Pierce Bronson, Mel Gibson, and Harrison Ford. Pierce mm. Bronson, maybe. Mel Gibson, I gotta try to talk about him and be objective because I think we can all agree in real life Mel Gibson is just a terrible freaking human being. Mm. Um, But maybe maybe and Harrison Ford, I can't see it. I can't see it. Um, top three, 
Hero of Time's top three for Joker would have been David Bowie, Robin Williams could work, and Ray Liotta, which I'm kind of split about. Yeah, I mean, he's I'm on the fence about that one, but like, yeah, David Bowie would have been funny. I mean, and and to be fair to what, what he's also saying in the chat board is that he would have looked like the Joker in the comics too, as far as his physicality goes. You know? Yeah, I could see that because he you would have someone younger. Because you would have someone younger, and yeah, okay. So that's my first pick, JT. Over to you, my friend. All right. Well, my first one is actually we're gonna we're gonna go back to one that Bill just mentioned actually. And we're going to go to Tom Selleck as Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. Okay. Oh, hold on. So for those of you who don't know, who have lived under a rock, I'm kidding. Um, Tom Selleck was almost Indiana Jones at one point. The guy from Blue Bloods was almost Indiana Jones. Personally, I, I mean, basically, for those who are listening to us, you're not going to be able to see this, but this photo right here of him actually playing Indiana Jones is actually, I mean, at first I would be like, oh my God, I could, I just couldn't see that. But now I'm looking at it and the way I'm seeing it now, he could have played him to be honest with you, but obviously he didn't Harrison Ford made history and all that stuff. But like, I mean, it was a possibility at one point that he could have, he was going to play Indiana Jones. Um, one of my all-time favorite film characters, one of my favorite just overall action-adventure franchises films, Raiders of the Lost Ark is one of my favorite movies of all time. So seeing Tom Selleck as him could have been, but it was not the case. Bill, what's your take on Tom Selleck almost being Indiana Jones? I think maybe I could see it. It's tough, though, right? Because Harrison Ford just is like, he fits that role, but the, I think the look of Tom Selleck playing Indiana Jones maybe was there as well back in the day. I mean, they chose Harrison Ford, but they they could have chose Tom Selleck. I mean, and uh, I mean, what, what do you think about that? I think at the end of the day, I think they made the good choice with Tom Selleck, uh, Harrison Ford, because when you think of Indiana Jones, you think of Harrison Ford. I mean, you typically do. I mean, you just typically you just uh, you you really do think of man. I don't know. It's just it's he uh, looking at these photos again. For those who are listening at home on our podcast, uh, you won't be able to see this unless you Google Tom Selleck, Indiana Jones. But he really does look the part when you look at him on these photos, and it's it it was it must have been a close call. What Lucasfilm for this man? I mean, he just like I, I can't really emphasize this enough. He looks the part so well. I mean, I just want to jump over to the chat board for a second. Thank you so much for ch- chatting with us tonight, um, Hero of Time. Tom Selleck would have been awesome as Indiana Jones. I, I mean, I mean, I, I only know him from Blue Bloods now. I, I don't really, I'm not familiar with his films uh, back in the day, but I do know that. I mean, I like him as an actor. I mean, I, I definitely could have seen it. Magnum I could have seen him as Indiana Jones from the '80s. Oh, Ma- Magnum P. So he was primarily in TV then, right? Yeah. It could probably okay. have worked as him as Indiana I mean, Jones. Most TV actors have a hard time transitioning into films anyways. So let, let's go down the hypothetical road for a sec. Let's say Tom Selleck was Indiana Jones from the get-go. He got cast and everything, right? Yeah. 
it, it, I believe Tom Selleck, let's just go with the hypothetical for a sec, right? Let's say Tom Selleck's movie career would have been a little bit bigger than it probably already is because he was cast as one of the most iconic film characters. And the, look, he was cast as Indiana Jones and he, let's say like some other world that he is, right? He would have killed it as the role, let's just say he did. And the audience loved Raiders of the Lost Ark. It was one of the best movies of all time, blah, blah, blah. Launched him as a film actor as well as a TV actor as well. Because this is another conversation for the time, but TV actors, and I'm curious what people would say about this. TV actors have a harder time breaking out in films because they're just, maybe, maybe they, in my opinion, they're on like, like, like you don't really see like, the only one that are 20 over 20 years, Jennifer Aniston is one of them. So, I mean, my, the point I'm trying to make is Tom Selleck would have, on my opinion, if he was cast as Indy, he probably would have had a bigger film career as well. Bill, what do you think about that? I mean, what do you I think have, about like, if, to, yeah, I 100% agree with you. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, and, and that's just in general, like how many, if you look at the cast of friends, who is the only one of the biggest, most successful TV shows ever? You know, Jennifer Aniston is the only one who had, actually has any credibility with it. So, the guy who played Joey had a shitty spinoff that only lasted ten minutes. Yeah, so that's my point. But if Tom Selleck was Indiana Jones, the that, you know, well, so. the, David Schwimmer, David Schwimmer, he's had um, David Schwimmer, he's had a little success here and there. Yeah, here and there. Yeah, I would but, say here and there. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, David Schwimmer had some success here and there, but the but you're right, JT. The only person who really from Friends who had a successful film career was Jennifer Aniston. He's the right. only one. He's the only one who really had a. career afterwards right so yes or, or here's another um here's another um another example of an actor who made a great transition from tv to film michael j fox i was just about to bring him up he he was and then let's not forget he was in what family ties and then he was in back to the future and look how well he did there so he was in family ties and then he was in and then he was in back to the future yeah so yeah TV actors can transition to film. It's a very difficult right. transition. Some just do better on a smaller scale than a larger scale. And then there's actors who go from film to television. Yeah. Yeah, I can't like... I, I, just, just, but just going back to um, Tom Selleck for a little bit because that's mainly our topic tonight. Well, my, my first pick. Um, I mean, if, like I said, for those of you at home listening to this, if you Google the words Tom Selleck, Indiana Jones, a bunch of photos pop up and how he could have looked like. He really could have sold the part, to be honest with you. I mean, it all depends on where you are and what you're so wait, doing. Wait, was he approached to be Indiana Jones or was he just considered? Uh, he, I think he was one of the actors they auditioned, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure that's the case. So I wonder why that got turned down. I mean, he looks like the part, though, if you think about it. Yeah. He really does. So, I don't know. Okay. But anyways, uh, that's my first pick. And interesting discussions tonight. And, Bill, interesting discussions. Um, so, uh, you want to go to your next pick, right? Yeah, my next pick. 
is actually my next pick, Silence of the Lambs. Okay. Silence of the Lambs. And this is Jodie Foster, right? Yeah. For Hannibal Lecter, the original, the, the first choice was Sean Connery. Really? Sean Connery was actually the original first choice to be Hannibal Lecter. But Connery just turned it down. Right. And other roles that were considered were Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, Dustin Hoffman, Derek Jacob, and Daniel Day-Lewis. Wow. Crazy. And and the also... But then, here's something interesting. Anthony... When Anthony Hopkins was offered the role, and when they told him what it was, it was called Silence and Lamps, he thought it was a children's story. Oh, wow. After reading the first 10 pages of the script... After reading the first 10 pages of the script, he actually said he said it was the best thing he ever read. Wow, crazy. And then he had dinner with the director and he accepted the role. Crazy. It's amazing how things work out in Hollywood, you know? Yeah, so another thing, and now going over to Clarice. <laughs> um, even though she had won an Oscar for her performance in The Accused, yeah, Demi, the director, says she was not right for the role. Her the first choice for Clarice was actually Michelle Pfeiffer. Really? Yeah, Jodie Foster was interested in playing, but said no. I'm not. I don't think you'd be good in it. So first he went to Jodie Foster. No, not Jodie Foster, Michelle Pfeiffer, mm-hmm. who who actually turned it down because of the subject matter. Oh wow. And and then after Michelle Pfeiffer, he then went to Meg Ryan. And he, she turned it down due to its gruesome themes. Mm. And then Laura Dern. His next choice was Laura Dern. And she... No, because the studio was kind of skeptical. Because, oh, she's not really a bankable choice, so... Right. I mean, and this is before Jurassic Park, everyone. This is before she did Jurassic Park. So then I guess it was like Jodie Foster was like, hey, can I be Clarice? No. Okay, we got to make some phone calls. Okay, let's call up Michelle Pfeiffer. Hey, Michelle, you want to be in, you want to be in Silence of the Lambs? Yeah, well, it's about, you know, the hunting of a serial killer who eats people. Oh, you, you don't like the subject matter? Okay. Hey, Meg Ryan, you want in? 
tells the plot. Yeah, we know it's gruesome, but why don't you try it? Okay, no. Hey, studio, why don't we have Laura Dern? Well, she's not a bank. Of, you know, we need someone with a big name to get people's butts in the seats. Yeah, okay, big name. fine. Clarice, you want the okay, Jody, you want the job? Fine, you got it. And she did a hell of a good job. And it's so funny that this that Hannibal Lecter was built on a second choice, and Clarice was like built on a fourth choice. That's crazy. They literally went through like some big names to get so, to Jodie Foster. So, including the considered, who do you think would have been good as Hannibal Lecter if they didn't go with Anthony Hopkins? Sean Connery, Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, Dustin Hoffman, or Daniel Day Lewis, or Derek Jacoby? I'm going to go with the oddball choice and say uh, Dustin Hoffman because I feel like Dustin really? Hoffman would actually. Yeah, because I feel like Dustin Hoffman would envelop that character. Oh, like I mean, I guess I mean Anthony Hopkins is one of the actors who he'll, he'll just he'll and he'll get into a role and he'll be a part of it. But I feel like Dustin Hoffman, it would be such an oddball choice. It'd be able to like he'd be, he would probably nail it. I mean, he yeah, he obviously didn't because it's an alternative casting. But I think maybe if he did, if Anthony and if Dustin Hoffman did it, that would be something. I think that'd be cool. Personally, because what other than the graduate, what else is it? What what else did he do? I, I think he did American Psycho, right? No, no, that Christian Bale was an American. Psycho. Oh, I'm thinking the wrong thing. Sorry. Um, but Dustin Hoffman. I think Dustin Hoffman's great. He's just you know, I feel like if he did this, it might have been received better, if not differently. You know. You know. You know who I think would have been good. I think Daniel Day Lewis probably would have been good. I think he would have. Too. He's a very, 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 very good actor too. So he yeah, kind of has like that, that you know, that presentation. But I think he would be very intimidating too. Yeah, I think. I think De Niro would have been okay. De Niro, well, De Niro or Pacino, either one is you. You either one is fine. So, but um, I don't know if Sean Connery would have been good as Hannibal Lecter. No, I mean Sean Connery. He, no he got him disrespect him. He, to the late great Sean Connery. Yeah, no disrespect. He was just coming off of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade too. So, yeah, yeah, like oh, when we just talked about Indiana Jones. Oh no, no, I'm thinking of. Ah, okay, you know what I'm thinking of. I was thinking of James Bond. Sorry, but I'll tell you this anyway. Did you you know the James Bond movie Skyfall? Yeah. Why? The uh, Kincaid, the old guy that was in the end. Okay. They actually originally wanted Sean Connery to play him, but he said it would be too distracting to have two James Bonds on screen. Ha, ha, ha. That's funny. And they wanted to get Sean Connery back for Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, but he said, no, I'm having too much damn fun being retired. I do not blame him there. Let's put it that way. He said I was having too much. He said he was having too much fun being retired. Um, but yeah, I don't think Sean Connery would have been a good Hannibal Lecter. No, he, he, mm, no, I don't see him. I just don't see him. Okay, now let's go on to um to Clarice. Who do you think would have been? Who do you think would have been? 
the better choice if they didn't go with Jodie Foster. Um, Michelle Pfeiffer, Meg Ryan, or Laura Dern? Hmm. This is a tough choice. Because if you think about how iconic Jodie Foster nailed it with this role, if you want my honest opinion, how big was Laura Dern before Jurassic Park? Not that big or big? Uh, I'm guessing really not that big. Because, like, I mean, she broke out in Jurassic Park. And I, I hate saying broke out. She was a big actress, but Jurassic Park really like, launched her again, you know. Um, hmm. Was it Michelle Pfeiffer, Laura Dern, and who else? Meg Ryan. Meg, Meg Ryan, no. I don't. Cause she 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 was known for Sleepless in Seattle and when Harry when Harry met Sally. So that was you know that's not like her wheelhouse. I would say Michelle Pfeiffer because she was just coming off of Catwoman. She, on this one, she she did Catwoman with Bat Michael Keaton's Batman. That's something too. So just saying. I actually agree with you on that one. I think um, I think she would have been good as. I think Michelle Pfeiffer would have been good as Clarice. I think so. I mean, she would have she would have pulled off the craziness of her, the characters. Well, I feel like she could have gotten inside the character's head. You know what I mean? Our imagination of Clarice of the Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Mine, Daniel Day Lewis and Michelle Pfeiffer in Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Seriously. So, yeah, that was the alternative casting for that. Okay, what's your next one? My next pick, forgive me if, as I pull up my list. Uh, give me one second, everyone. I made, made a small list on this one. Um, all right, my next pick, and I and after that, I got one more. Because this is a hard list to come up with this week. But I'm going to go with uh, Will Smith was supposed to play Neo in The Matrix. Not Morpheus. He was supposed to play Neo, I found out. So could you really? Because think about it. It's 1998. They're starting production on them, and they're looking to make the movie called The Matrix. Do you see Will Smith, an action star of the late 90s, as Neo? Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I think possibly... But do I really see him? Do I really see Will Smith as Neo? I mean, Keanu Reeves owns that character, first of all. But do I see Will Smith as Neo? Honestly, I could have. Because, I mean, think about it. He was just coming off Independence Day, too. So if you think about it like that, too. But um, I mean, he, he's known for his action films. He obviously uh, did other films as well. I can't think of them in more in the 90s. But, like, he was a guy who, again, another TV actor who transitioned into filmmaking. We talked, we talked about that, too. Um, I think he could have done it, but I'm glad they went with I'm glad they went with Keanu Reeves, and that's no diss to Will Smith, but I just think that Will Smith was like too too big of a name. Um, I think going with Keanu Reeves, who was like a less at the time somewhat of a lesser known choice. I mean, he was known, he wasn't like super known, but now he, and now everyone thinks everything's of Keanu Reeves from the Matrix. So I think the two the role of Neo went to. Keanu Reeves, but if it if it went to Will Smith, I would have been okay with that. Um, Bill, what do you yes. think about Will Smith? Will Smith is Neo from The Matrix. I think that would have been interesting. What do you think? You said it would have been interesting or would not have been interesting? I think it would have been interesting. I mean, I, I think and Will Smith can nail action roles too, but could he pull up those stunts? Probably. 
you know? Yeah, I I think it would have been an interesting idea. Yeah, I mean, again, for those who are listening to us on a podcast, uh, if you go if you go on Google and you look up Will Smith Neo Matrix, there's some fan there's some fan crop photos of Will Smith um, as as Neo, but it didn't happen, of course. But can you imagine that? Who's who's to say he's not cast for the new Matrix too? You know, I mean, if he, if he wants to reprise that character or that role or or some, fit some new role in that, you know, I'm just saying. Um, but I don't know. What do you think about Neo, like Will Smith as Neo? Uh, oh, and I uh, just want to point this out there. Thank you to everyone who's interacting with, with, with us in the chat board tonight. You guys are awesome. Um, the Hero of Time says, Will Smith would have been great, yet I'm happy with Keanu Reeves. Excuse me. Great. So, uh, no, you, uh, Hero of Time, thank you so much for chatting tonight. You're awesome. Thank you so much. Um, glad to have you here um, on the Super View Show's Mixed Bag. Um, but yeah, I mean, Will Smith is Neo. What do you guys think? I, I mean, Bill, I mean, it, 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 he, he, like I said, he was just coming off of Independence Day, like a couple years prior. That's a big action film, so yeah, it's possible. Well, because you know, again, it's that big transition from in West Philadelphia, born and raised. Yeah, big transition. So I think, um, I think he would have done good. I tend to agree, Bill. I mean, and and obviously for those who are listening in the chat board, feel free to uh, comment as well. We, we uh, your thoughts. We'll we love to hear. Towards the end of the show, we'll have if you guys have any suggestions about other alternative castings. Feel free to jump in the chat board now and start putting them in there for us. That'd be great. Uh, Bill, what is your next pick? Because I have one more pick. This is a really hard list to make. I, I have, have one more pick. This, What's your next? And pick? I actually have another one after that of one, if that's okay. Um. Yeah, sure. Well, why, why don't you do both of yours? Go ahead. Okay. Well, the both one actually wraps in two films. So okay. we're going to start with this one. We'll start with the easy one. Iron Man. You know who was actually being considered to play Tony Stark slash Iron Man? Wasn't it Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise and Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage. Oh, I, I, he's Iron in- Man. Nicholas no. Cage. Wow. Cage. Big pick. But um yeah, Interesting. Uh, they were just expressed interest in playing, but then but then that got shot down. And also they because they kind of wanted to go with someone more unknown. Unknown. At first they were thinking about going with Sam Rockwell. I, you know, I could have seen that, but RDJ has obviously, you know. And don't forget, like, this was the film, even though he did have another film beforehand, um, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Yes. But this was the film that really put RDJ back. Yes, that's, that's very, very accurate. Yep. Because Robin Down, at this, for those of you who don't know, Robert Downey Jr. officially hit rock bottom. He just got, he he was in prison. He had, he struggled with drug abuse. And and Marvel gave him a shot. He did, um, whatchamacallit, um, kiss, kiss, bang, bang, but I don't know how that opened up. But, but, you know, he, at this time, he was saying, you know what? I'll take anything. He said, I'll take anything. 
And when it was offered to when it was offered to him, because John Favreau, once he saw the screen test of RDJ, he he said, "You know what? He's my guy." Because he was original. Because he did ask John Favreau. Originally, did ask John, Sam Rockwell. Yeah, but. He said, you know what? RDJ is my guy. But Sam Rockwell did play did play Justin Hammer in Iron Man 2. That's true. He did. Rockwell did play him that. Yeah. So so yeah, that's a yeah, so how do you think Tom Cruise would have been as Iron Man? Uh, uh, I don't see it. I, I I'm and I, again for those who are listening on a podcast, who are listening to us instead of watching us. Um, if you Google Iron Man Tom Cruise, there are fan photos and all this stuff that came up. I don't see it. I really he to me he's more of like the he he's less of a because when I think of Tom Cruise, I think of like him as like a stunt guy, like an action guy. And Iron Man is just not that action. Like as far as physically, because he's known for his suit of armor. Do I see Tom Cruise wearing a giant suit of armor? I don't know. That's a good question. So. And I think, you know, with stunt wise, maybe it could have worked. But like how many stunts? Like, because you look at Tom Cruise, he's doing stunts for Mission Impossible. And he's like literally on the side of a plane or actually jumping off a building and stuff like that. That's crazy. So I don't, I just, I don't see it. Um, I mean, Bill, what, what do you think about that? I mean, Tom, you, you, I know the next pick is Nicholas, Nicholas Cage, but what do you think about that? Either one, K, Cruz or Cage. I think if I had to make a choice leaving out RDJ, I probably would have picked Tom Cruise because. Tom Cruise could be the smooth billionaire as Tony Stark. But yeah, I, I could think see that. no offense to Nicolas Cage, but Nicolas Cage would just be too awkward. Yeah, Nick Cage would be awful. I mean, I don't really see that, to be honest with you. Um, just want to jump over the chat boards while people are commenting left and right about oh, this, our, our current discussion. Adam Thank you. Guys. Here. Yes, hello, Asm. Thank you, Chatboard, by the way, for being so awesome tonight. You guys are great. Keep it up. We do every Wednesday. We should be having some fun. Um, Hero of Time says both Nicolas Cage and Tom Cruise would have been bad. I completely actually, you know what? The more I think about it, I just don't see it. So I no, like, I I agree with you. You know, Hero of Time. I agree with you, but yeah. it, it's like asking like who would have been less bad, Tom Cruise or Nicolas Cage, and I would say Tom Cruise. Yeah, because I mean, Nick, like RDJ just blew it out of the water. He did. He, he but, nailed that casting. But you know what? How do you think Sam Rockwell would have been? I mean, he could have pulled it off at the same time. I don't think he could have. Like, I mean, it's just, it's, it's, the thing is, Robert Downey Jr. did such a good job with Iron Man. It's hard to see someone else. At the time in 2006 or seven, trying to be cast as Iron Man, you know, so it's just it's tough. So that's my opinion, but and I think 
at home. Let's see. But at the end of the day, I think at the end of the day, I think um I think it was a I think RDJ was the best choice. And because like I said, it really put his career back on the map. Yeah, I mean I tend to agree with that. Yeah. Okay, so I have another one and two films are involved in this, so I'm sorry. You're fine, Bill. Go ahead. And I just thought of this. You know what would have been... Okay, we're now going back to 1972. Who Who would have been the godfather? Oh, we got a bunch of fun things here. Of what casting would have been. Um, okay, so before Marlon Brando, the studio wanted Ernest Borgine to be Don Corleone. Who? Ernest Borgine. He was an actor in like the 50s and 60s. Ernest. Okay, you may remember him as. You may remember him as this role. Evil! Evil! Get out! No way. Ernest Borgine was the voice of Mermaid Man in SpongeBob. I I, I knew that. I, I, the moment you said that, I knew who that was. Yeah, I was like, wait, I heard this name before. Yeah. Really? He was yeah. going to play the Godfather? Yeah, the studio wanted. The studio wanted, um, the studio really wanted Ernest Borgine to be the godfather. Interesting. And others who were considered, others who were considered were, the others who were considered were, George C. Scott. Yeah. Richard Connie. Conte. Okay. Quinn. And Orson Welles. Orson Welles. That's a name I haven't heard in a long time. To be Don Corleone. Yeah. But Ford Coppola had two choices. Had two choices in mind. Lawrence Olivier and Marlon Brando. Really? Like his first choice his first choice was actually the first Lawrence Olivier was actually Brando's first choice. To play the Godfather. To play Don Corleone. But Interesting. At the time, Brando reached out, um, Coppola reached out to Lawrence Olivier's agent, and Olivier was ill at the time. So they passed on that. And there was actually months of a debate between... There was actually the Francis Ford Coppola and Paramount 
actually went back and forth for months. Actually went for back and forth for months because Francis Ford Coppola wanted Marlon Brando. The studio wanted Ernest Borgnine. And when they went through the screen test, well, here's something interesting. Coppola did not want to offend Brando and stated that he needed to test equipment in order to set up a screen test. For makeup, Brando stuck cotton balls in his cheeks and put shoe polish in his hair to darken it and rolled up his collar. Coppola placed Brando's audition tape in the middle of the video to the audition tape. The executives liked Brando and allowed Coppola to cast him, but there was one condition. Brando had to accept a lower salary and take a pay cut. Oh, boy. And he... Because at this time, okay, people, everyone thinks that Marlon Brando was like the big, was like a big star in the 50s, which he was. Yeah. But, but at this time, he was in movies that were kind of crappy, that were box office bombs. Okay. And, Here's something. Stanley Jaff, who was the president of Paramount at the time. Yeah. When Coppola said that he wanted Marlon Brando, Stanley Jaff hit the roof telling him, Francis, as as long as I'm president of Paramount Pictures, I must tell you, under no circumstances will Marlon Brando appear in The Godfather. Really? He said, as president, I wish to no longer even waste time even discussing it. So... So, yeah, but it was between Lawrence Olivier and Marlon Brando, and the studio wanted, and the studio actually wanted, um, the studio wanted Ernest Borgheim. But there's some more other fun facts here. Um, to play Michael Corleone, the Studio, Francis Ford Coppola wanted Al Pacino. But the studio was, uh, the studio was not to, but the studio did not want Al Pacino because, again, the studio wanted big stars. Right. And Al Pacino only was in small films at the time. Mm, that's true. He was he wasn't originally um he yeah he was actually originally um sorry I'm losing my train of thought tonight. I apologize. Um You're right, but yeah, but they did not want Al Pacino. They originally wanted here are the names that were thrown around. Dustin Hoffman, Martin Sheen, okay. hmm. Martin Sheen, James Caan, who later got cast as Sonny, 
Mm-hmm. Burt Reynolds was offered the role. Wow. But he turned it down because when Marlon Brando was in the film, Marlon Brando threatened to quit if Burt Reynolds came on board. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I guess there was some bad blood between them. I guess so. And Jack Nicholson was actually offered the role as Michael. Wow. But, you know, he felt like this should be he felt like it should because, you know, cultural appropriation was even a problem back then, too. Am I right? Yeah. But does it say anything about does it say anything about Frank Sinatra? Because I mean, I, I, we have that pulled up here, and also some people are asking about that on the chat board. No, Frank Sinatra is the Godfather. Well, here are time. I don't really see anything. Oh, I wasn't sure. But also, um, and also, the studio's big choices were for Michael were either Warren Beatty. Uh-huh. Or Robert Redford. Mm. Mm. And also okay. they wanted Ryan O'Neill. Okay. So I think this is like one of the rare times that this that the director pretty much overruled the studio. I would I mean in the, rightfully so, because I mean the, the it was one it's widely regarded as one of the greatest movies of all time. So yeah, because yeah, and also Robert De Niro was actually given the part of Paulie Gatto, the big fat guy. Yeah, and he actually auditioned for Sonny. He actually auditioned for Sonny. It, it, go on YouTube. There's actually audition footage of him, of him doing that. But eventually, first they wanted to cast. Oh, what's that guy? Carmine Cardi. But okay, oh, hold on, I'm reading this. Coppola still pushed for Pacino to play Michael after the fact, and Evan. As long as Khan played, well, okay, Carmine Cardi, who was yeah, I'm just making this up as I go along, folks. So. You're good. But to play Sonny, they wanted um yeah, I'm trying to get some more information here. Please let me okay. Um was actually they were actually cast as actor Carmine Cardi as um Sonny, but in the fight with um because I wanna say I think that was was the deal I think Coppola wanted Cardi but and and the studio made a compromise because at this time Francis Ford Coppola was still fighting for Al Pacino to play Michael and the studio wasn't budging and he and I think they really liked James Caan and what they said they said okay we'll make you a deal you can have Pacino as Michael, but we want James Caan as Sonny. 
Gotcha. All right. And and Pacina and um Coppola said, okay, fine. And because Pacino was actually originally supposed to be in a movie called The Gang That Couldn't Shoot Straight. Mm-hmm. And he dropped out, and then Robert De Niro came into that movie. Okay. But he did play. He did play. Um, he did play Don Vito in Godfather Two. Fair, fair point. So, which um, he actually won an Oscar for. Yeah. And. Okay. You know who was actually and and I actually heard somewhere that um Stallone was supposed to be in it too. Really? He was supposed to be like I think he was supposed to be Paulie or something. But yeah, and okay, another thing. I think this is just a small thing, but I think there might be bigger things in here. Um Well, Bill's looking that up really quick. I'm. J- I just want to point out something that was brought up to me in the chat board about Frank Sinatra be- almost being cast as Vito Corleone. Um, let's not forget, guys. Frank Sinatra, you know, despite being a big singer in the '40s and '50s and into the '60s as well, he also did some acting as well. And the fact that it says that he could have been almost he could have been Vito Corleone is amazing to me personally. Uh, I can't believe that he was actually even considered to act as the Godfather himself, um, which is because, you know, he's such he was such an elegantly amazing singer. I mean, who would have thought that he would have been a, a contestant to be the Godfather? himself? I, I didn't know about this. And thank you to Hero of Time for pointing that out in the chat board, uh, that this was a possibility back in the day for Frank Sinatra to play. Um, uh to play Vito Corleone. Um, I, I didn't, that, that's a, thank you for pointing that out. Seriously. It's a big, big uh, surprise that I had no, I mean, I knew he acted. I didn't know he was up for this role though. So Bill, what, Bill. Okay. Fa- fantasy question. Go. Frank Sinatra was cast as Vito Corleone. How's your, how's your reaction to that? How, Back in the how day. Do you think? How, how, how do you think Frank Sinatra would have done as Vito Corleone? I don't know. He's Italian anyways. Yeah, well, Marlon Brando was an Italian, and look what happened. Um, Exactly. And, yeah, I think think he would have done a decent job. I think so, too. I think think he he definitely, he pulls off, he's Italian, number one. So, I mean, that's, that's your given. It's in his blood. But also, besides being a great singer, him is like actually cast as Vito might have been something really cool. I mean, thank you again to Hero Hero of Time for pointing that out to me. That would have been that, that's a big win on your part there, a Hero of Time. Um, thank you so much. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, it, it fits this little like nice thought in your head. But do you th- could you really see Frank Sinatra, the, the 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 chairman of the board? As literally the chairman of this board, you know, you know what I mean? Like it would have been it something would have else. Been interesting. It definitely would have been. And also Orson Welles, for those of you who are not familiar with Orson Welles, just a quick, really quick thing. He directed Citizen Kane, which is widely regarded as one of the greatest, one of the, if not the greatest movie of all time from 1941 or two, 
41 or 42. I forget. But Citizen Kane's a great movie. Check it out. Seriously, it's fantastic. Um, but Frank Sinatra's Vito Corleone, I could see it. Maybe that would have worked. Um, um, what have what have everyone thought of the um, other choices? Like I know some of the other ones aren't really that well well known, but like Paul Newman or Anthony Anthony Perskins and Sonny Corleone. Oh, that would I don't think so. Actually, no, he, he doesn't he doesn't look the part. Too. I mean, for again, for those of you who are listening, you're not gonna be able to see this. Just Google Godfather alternative casting and you'll find articles about it. What else is on? Like, let's breeze through that just really quick. Um, Martin Sheen as not as much as I can't really see him as Michael Corleone, but maybe as Tom. Maybe as Tom. Maybe. Keep keep scrolling. This is interesting. Sure, let's go. Anthony Perkins from Psycho. I don't. I can't see it. I can't see it either. Paul Newman is Tom Hogan. Tom Hagen. Maybe. And then Frank's not just Peter Corleone. We just talked about that. Uh, Winona Ryder. Oh, that was the one I was talking about. I was going to get to now. Um, Winona Ryder. Was yeah. actually originally casted to be Mary to be Michael's daughter Mary, right? And and you know who um you know who was also um con- who was originally cast before who? I know a writer Julia Roberts as Mary no way Mary Corleone. But she had to drop out due to scheduling conflicts. Oh, that's all right. Um, you know who wanted to play the role? Here's a fun one. Who? Madonna. Oh my god. Wow. I don't know how that would go, but that's me. Um, um <laughs> Madonna. Oh you know, I'll show I'll send this to you later, JT. Um, if there's a family guy joke about Madonna, I'll show you later. Yeah, just but show me when we're done off camera or whatever. Francis um, Ford Coppola, when Madonna wanted to play the role, Francis Ford Coppola basically told her she was too old. Uh, really? Yeah. That's, that's funny. And then um, Paper was actually set to audition. Oh, really? But unfortunately, she was murdered. Hmm. And, uh, and then they had Wynoa Dry... Why Noah Ryder, but she dropped out of the film at the last minute because she basically had a panic attack. Oh, geez. Which eventually led to her being in Edward Scissorhands. Because from last year, I made a joke that Edward Scissorhands was the movie that got my Noah Ryder out of Godfather 3. <laughs> Which is true. <laughs> and then comes with, as most people will call, one of the worst casting choices in film history. Francis Ford Coppola goes to his daughter, Sophia Coppola. Yep. And and people were pissed. Oh yeah, totally. Because she they accused Francis Ford Coppola of nepotism. Right. They, they accused him of nepotism. And, and 
yeah. So, okay, you know what? I'm sorry, JT. I feel like I'm taking things over here, but I'm now just very curious. You're fine. Since, since um, since we talked about one and three, I'm kind of curious if there were any ones in um, any alternative castings in Godfather Two. Um, let's look at yeah. I mean, so did you curious. have any in mind already or no? I'm I'm just reading right now. Um, James Cadney was offered a part by Coppola, but he got turned down. Okay. Um. Yeah. Um. God, this kind of looks airtight. They probably had everything. They probably had everything. You know, airtight. So. Yeah. Um. I have but, one more pick. If you're ready to go. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Okay, there's so a lot of Godfather. Would have been good at those of, picks because there was just so many. So, yeah, it was a lot of Godfather picks. No, 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 but it's good. It's it's good to it's it's good to it's always interesting to hear to hear what what could have happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. So let's see. All right, let's go to all right. My this is this is my last pick, believe it or not, because after this I was like, you know what, I can't think of any more. But this is one that I want to talk about to all of you guys out there. Nicholas Cage, not in Godfather three. But as the Man of Steel, Superman. This, you build one off on his tangent tonight. I'm going off on mine. Nicholas Cage was cast as Superman in a movie called Superman Lives. Superman Lives was going to be a movie about Superman with. All this different crazy stuff going on in it. Nicholas Cage was like, these are actually photos of him from the, the production photos. Like, again, for those of you who are, are listening to us on a documentary, Google Nicholas Cage Superman Lives and pictures will come up of what he was going to happen in the late 90s with Tim Burton directing this Superman film that never happened. Plug, shameless plug for an incredible documentary that I love called The Death of Superman Lives, What Happened by the late, great John Schnepp of Collider and AMC Movie Talk. Collider and AMC Movie Talk was a show that I watched and was my inspiration for the Super Review show to, to, from the begin, from the get-go. I love their work. Sadly, they all like disbanded and whatnot, and it's not good, not no longer with us, but John Schnepp was a pioneering part of that show, and I love him to death. I met him a couple times, and he, I have his documentary about this Superman film. Superman, this film would have, would have consisted of Nicolas Cage as Superman and without going into super a lot of detail, but he basically, this movie was crazy. There was going to be, the costume was going to light up. Nicolas Cage grew out his, like, his hair for this. Um, there's a lot of, I mean, he, it's, it's an insane concept of how this almost happened as Superman back in like literally 98, like about 20, 25 years ago or so. And it was bound to happen. And they just pulled the plug and said, this is just not working. We cannot do this. So the movie never, never happened. But if you want to see the documentary, the death of Superman lives, what happened to figure out what happened in this movie, go ahead. Cause it's a brilliant, fun documentary directed by the late great John. Schnapp, and it's awesome. And 
it was just it, it would have had so many different elements to it, where Brainiac is literally just a head. And uh, for those you know what I'm talking about, good for you. Brainiac is just a head. Uh, he's got legs. So, but I'm without going into super, super too much detail. Nicholas Cage was almost Superman. Bill, what's your take on this? I think it uh I don't know if I could see Nicholas Cage as Superman. I to be honest, I don't either, but you have to admit the concept of this um is interesting. Is very interesting. It, 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 it literally almost happened like 1999, 98. Um, but yeah, so and because Nicolas Cage himself is actually a big Superman fan. He named his son Jor-El. He did. That is fact for those you don't know. Nicholas Cage is a bigger Superman fan than Ben Affleck is a Batman fan. And Ben Affleck built a bat cave in his house like 10 years ago. Kid you not. So <laughs> he, he, he took on Daredevil because he's like, I'm never going to play Batman. Sure enough, he did. But he literally built a bat cave in his house and crazy. But Nicholas Cage was a big Superman fan. And this is, this is amazing to me. Watching this documentary was crazy. So yeah, this is. Yeah, and also Nicolas Cage's uncle. Yes. Is Francis Ford Coppola. Oh, how funny is that? I think I told you, did I? Am I thinking of someone else I told? I think you told someone else. I don't remember you telling me that. Yeah, but <laughs> no, okay yeah, Nicolas Cage is Francis Ford Coppola's nephew. That's insane. That's crazy. like he's like his father is Francis Ford Coppola's brother, and he actually changed his name to Cage after Luke Cage because he said you know what I want to make it on my own merits I don't want yeah, to just get cool. in because of my family right which I right, think right, is right. very admirable yeah. um, of course but yeah I, I wonder what this film would have been it would have been something uh, for those again for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about just if you want to get to know this Superman movie that never happened so why Look did up. it not happen? So it just it just fell apart. Unfortunately, it's one of those movies that like never happened because it fell apart. Um, unfortunately, and I'm, I'm not trying to spoil the documentary, but there was a lot of like test footage. The costume was gonna light up. Uh, they were all like, doing all these test footage stuff. There's all this B-roll footage of him just as Superman. Were there scenes that were shot or no? They they shot like concept footage of what was gonna happen. Tim Burton was gonna direct this thing too. So, oh God, Tim Burton as a Superman director. Well, I mean, he just came off of Batman and Batman Returns, but can you imagine him with like, you know, like that? That's insane. I, I, it just the whole thing just sounds so nuts, and the concept art for Superman lives alone. Like, he, he was gonna have a different honest, costume. What's that, Bill? To be honest, I yeah. really don't think this film would have worked. I know back in the late nineties when things were getting as crazy as it was. I I mean I, I completely agree that this movie I mean it would have been fascinating to see, but it just never happened. Jumping over because to the it, chat board really quick. Yeah, go ahead, Bill. Go ahead. And then I'll jump over the chat board in a sec. Because I think the thing is Tim Burton with Superman, who's a character that's supposed to be bright and hopeful, I don't think would have worked because it would have been more in a comic booky type world. Well, yeah, if you look at Zack Snyder. Regardless mm-hmm. of how you feel about Man of Steel, correct. JT loves it. I'm kind of eh about it. Yep. But, but um, 
but Zack Snyder did more realism. So I think maybe that's why the concept of a darker Superman would have worked. Yeah. Because it's the way you go. You get what I'm saying? I do. Um, I, 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 I want to jump over the chat board too. Uh, Hero of Time, again, thank you so much for chatting tonight with us, um, Hero. But um, personally, it would have been a bad for me. Plus the development of the this movie was a mess. I... I'm not going to go into too much detail on it, but he is absolutely right when I tell you. When he says the development went through hell, they tried to make this movie so bad and it just did not happen. And I cannot emphasize this enough. If you are a Superman fan, if you are a Nicolas Cage fan, if you're a fan of documentaries, check out The Death of Superman Lives, What Happened, support independent film, and do yourself a favor and watch this documentary because it goes into all the details on how this movie literally went down, the guy John Schnepp did such a great job with it. May he rest in peace, John Schnepp. For me, but this documentary film is like a brilliant, brilliant. It shows also shows how movies start in development and then they just don't go anywhere too. Uh, it's a really interesting documentary. I recommend you guys check it out too. Um, but yeah, like the development was hell for this movie. It was it was awful. Um, I personally, I'm kind of glad it didn't happen. But at the same time, it just the concept art and the production stills and the props. And the all this stuff like Brainiac was, you know, all this crazy stuff was happening to it. If you have not heard of this movie, look it up, research it, check out the documentary film I mentioned. But um, but yeah, like this, it just I'm kind of glad this one didn't happen, but it would be fascinating if it came out. It would be fascinating if it came out. So that's it would have been fascinating. What's that, Bill? It would have been fascinating, you think? It would have been because if you if I mean again, for those who are home and those you're listening to us. Over the world, uh, we uh, I, you, you're not you're not gonna be able to see this photo, but like the, the Brainiac photos, Brainiac was just a head. Uh, Brainiac was literally just a head, and he just was in this glass tube. All this stuff, it was nuts. Like he, this is what this is again. For those you're watching, good. This is what it would have looked like. Uh, but I'm going besides the point. Nicholas Cage's Superman, though. Would have been a really interesting take on the character. Absolutely. I think, I think Nicholas Cage as Superman, he would have been a very unique Superman. Probably not received well by the press and the critics, but fans might have liked it. That's the way I think of it personally. But that's me. Um, but Cage as Superman, I don't know. I just, I like the idea. He's a huge Superman fan. But do you it's see him? Exactly. I mean, did you do you really see him as Superman? I mean, in the '90s, not today. <laughs> like, let's put it that way. So, that's just me. But, I uh, but yeah. Agree. So I, I don't agree know. With you. I don't know. He, Bill, any thoughts for Nicolas Cage as Superman? I know, I know, and I, I, I went off on a tangent tonight, guys. I'm sorry, but uh, I just it's hey, a very, I went off very... my Godfather tangent. It's only fair. Okay, fair point. But um, yeah, this is the the last pick I had before we go to the chat board to accept some live questions and live comments from what people are saying. As of birth, brought something up pretty good before. Uh, did Bill, do you have anything else before we go to the chat board? Or are we all set? I think we're all set. All right, then. In Thank a way, you. I got one more thing, and this is just a little thing. thing. Um, yeah, go. Last pick. No, in Batman Begins, um, Fillion Murphy was actually auditioned to be Batman, and it came down to him, between him and Christian Bale. 
And the studio ended up picking Christian Bale, but they offered Cillian Murphy the part of John Crane, a.k.a. Scarecrow, and he took that, it. That's interesting. I didn't know that. This is bad. Random facts with Bill. Random facts with Bill. All righty. All right, let's you. go to that chat board, shall Chat board, you guys have been doing a great job tonight. We're proud of you again. Proud, 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 proud host here. Proud host. As I'm worth in the chat board, Charlie, Co- Charlie Cox, who played Daredevil, Charlie, Cl- Charlie Cox auditioned for a role in Solo, but due to the acting style in Daredevil, he failed the audition. I did not know that Charlie Cox, who plays Daredevil, was going to be in who was going to be in solo i had i I had no idea let me see this uh you know speaking of solo i just thought of another thing yeah what do you got got? al pacino actually auditioned to play han solo in the solo film no in star wars in um in the original star wars okay yeah i didn't know that interesting i can't maybe i could see that what about you what charlie cox is han solo no, Al Pacino as far as Han Solo. Oh, back in the day. Yeah. Uh, oh, good one. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I like the way they did it personally because they had like a, a bunch of no names and one giant name with Alec Guinness. That was it. I like the way they did that. And that if you had two big names, it might have like undersold the film for me a little bit, but it's still Star Wars. That's so fine. Um, ooh. Hero of Time in the chat board. Good pick. Good pick. Good pick. Good pick. Leonardo DiCaprio as Spider-Man. Oh, yes. I forgot. Good job. Proud of you in the chat board. Proud of you in the chat board. You're getting a round of applause for me tonight. Good job. Good job, chat board. Yeah, thank you, Hero of Time, for Leonardo DiCaprio as Spider-Man. This would have been something. Good Christ. This would have been amazing. Really, it's like the Nicolas Cage's Superman kind of thing. Very strange, odd choice. But could he have done it? I think he could have. What do you think? Who? Um, Leonardo DiCaprio as Spider-Man? Yeah, and it, it, if I'm not mistaken, James Cameron was going to direct, right? That's what yes. he's saying. That's correct, yeah. With him as Spider-Man? Man, that would have been something. That really would have been something. I mean, how how old is he in like 2002? Oh, no? Let me see. F- f- Bill, fact check that. But I mean, Leonardo DiCaprio, Leonardo DiCaprio as Spider Man. I mean, in the Raimi films, I could see it. And he gets himself uh, in he shape. He would have been 28. 20. All right. That, that kind of fits like a nice box in my head. Because that means that Toby, because Toby McGuire was like around the same age too when they shot that. So uh, I'm gonna go with yes, I could see that. And plus, it wasn't it wasn't even gonna be with Sam Raimi. It was gonna be with uh, uh, James Cameron. James Cameron won an R-rated Spider-Man film. I mean, let's not go. Let's not forget that everyone. That was a crazy time. It's one of those like it's one of those films that they kind of like forgot about, like that was shelved out for a long time. But hey, James Cameron directing a Spider-Man movie, Dad McGuire. Just a quick plug for those of you who are wondering. We did an editorial about two years ago on our YouTube channel called What Would Have Happened with James Cameron's Spider-Man movie. Check it out. <laughs> like, uh, right now, I hate to interrupt, but I'm actually looking at this list that I just found. Yeah. 20 actors that turned down legendary roles. Right. Jim Carrey 
actually was offered Jack Sparrow in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Really? Okay. Um, and 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 people are confirming in the chat whether Tobey Maguire was about twenty six or twenty seven when the first Spider Man film came out. Matt Damon actually turned down to being Two Face in the Dark Knight. Matt Damon as Two Face, not what's his face? Um, Aaron Eckhart. Aaron Eckhart. Yeah, I couldn't think of his name. Really? Um, yeah, he actually turned it down. Matt, da- you know Matt Damon what? was originally offered. Matt Damon was actually Christopher Nolan's first choice to be Harvey Dent. You know, just but and again, again, for those and who are listening to us as a podcast, due to a scheduling conflict. Okay. Um, for those, who, for those who are listening to us, if you just Google Matt Damon and think of him with with half his face is like gone, I could see it. To be honest with you, I really could. Okay, for all you Harry Potter nerds out there, Sir Ian McKellen was actually originally offered the part of Dumbledore. Really? Ian McKellen was going to be Dumbledore? Good. I think he would have done good. I think he was Gandalf eventually, but I mean, he could have done it. Like, you know, I, I could see Ian McKellen. He's British anyways. I could see Ian McKellen as Dumbledore. Julia Roberts was supposed to be Sandra Bullock's character in The Blind Side. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Michael Madsen was actually supposed to be Vincent Vega in Pulp Fiction. Oh, really? Wasn't Pulp, Pulp Fiction? Really? Um, Not Travolta? Yeah. Um, or the and, other one? Um, Travolta's character. He turned it oh, really? down, and I'm sure he's still kicking himself, his himself in the foot because he had a True. minor scheduling conflict because he was he had a minor supporting role in a movie with Kevin Costner, and wow. film, and that film ended up bombing. Hmm, interesting. Okay, Ron Connery was actually supposed to be Gandalf in Lord of the Rings. I, I when I was doing my research for this, I was I looked that up. That was interesting. Um, oh, here's an interesting one. Liam Neeson was supposed to be Abraham Lincoln in Lincoln. Really? Yeah. Um, doesn't say why he turned it down. Um, Chad, was else supposed, for us? Liam Neeson didn't like that the project was delayed, so he just dropped out. Okay. All right. Um, Mark Wahlberg was supposed to be in Brokeback Mountain. Okay. But he went to Heath Ledger? Yeah. Mel yeah. Gibson was supposed to be was supposed to be Russell Crowe's character in Gladiator. Wow. Really? And I'm going off tonight, man. Give me one more. And get this, Hugh Jackman was supposed to be James Bond in Casino Royale. Really? And with no, no time did I coming out, that's really shocking. And with the last one coming out next week, um, he said, I, I think, because at this point he was preached occupied with, um, with, with X-Men, X-Men right? and he said yeah. he jokingly now cries himself to sleep at night. 
You know, for an Australian playing a British man, that would be really cool. I think it would have been good. And okay, I I got so tied up in other things here, I forgot to see why did um Al Pacino turn down um Han Solo. Give me a sec. Michelle Pfeiffer, Clarice, we already talked about that. Um give me two more. Yeah, I'm I'm just going back to Pacino, why he turned down. Yeah, okay. On solo. Oh, oh, I wonder why Jim Carrey turned down Jack Sparrow. Um he's eccentricity, although I have to say for that one I'm gonna decline. Um doesn't really say um okay, oh, because there was a scheduling conflict with Bruce Almighty. Okay, all right. So okay, Han Solo. Let's take a look why. Um, hundred roles of Ford's career is from came out of mediocre for Al Pacino's point of view, who was a turn Ford turning down the role hasn't exactly encumbered his career. Okay, you think he'd relish his stamp his own? Pacino was repelled by the substantial fantasy component of the strip, so he turned down George Lucas. And, atten- and went into the Sidney Pollock film, Bobby Deerfield, which is actually okay. one of his more obscure films. Hmm. So, yeah, that's a, that's interesting. I, oh, here's another one. Tom Hanks was supposed to be Andy Dufresne in The Shawshank Redemption. Really? Yeah, Tim Robbins' character. But this was We're at the time he had a scheduling conflict with Forrest Gump. Uh, I mean, of course, because they came out the same year. Yeah, so because he was working on Forrest Gump, so he turned it down. Right. And speaking of Matt Damon, Brad Pitt was actually supposed to be Jason Bourne in the Bourne Identity. Who was supposed to be Bourne? Brad Pitt. Jason Bourne? Was cast really? was cast was offered the part of Jason Bourne, but he all but this was he was all but this time was conflict with um the movie Spy Game. All right. Give me one more before we sign off for the night. Okay, one, one more, more. that people might not know of. Daniel Day Lewis is supposed to be Aragon, Lord of the Rings. Daniel Day Lewis was supposed to be in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Oh, whoops! Hold on. Lord of the Rings. Really? And he's not. The thing with Daniel Day Lewis, he has not been in like a, a pop culture geeky thing in I don't know, ever. So him him being in this would be nuts. Lord so. of the Rings approached him for more role than Hulk. As Aragon, in fact, of one, but I don't suppose that I'm alone in the fact that I just paid good money to see. <laughs> it doesn't is widely renowned for being one of the most choosy actors. When this in mind, and yeah, it doesn't really say why he turned it down. Right. Interesting. Does not say why he turned it down. Well, um, but that's interesting. 
Um, that is. Bill, you got any others before we sign off for the night or no? No, I think that's it. Well, in that case, I want to thank Bill, my good man, Murphy, for getting all the information for us tonight and helping me out. Yeah, we were always supposed to do like two or three, and I'm thinking, ooh, this list, this is interesting. Let's yeah, look at we, this. We went through, I don't even know how many we went through tonight. <laughs> Let's be honest. We went like 20. Yeah, that's fine. But See also, guys, it's uh, it's what you guys have to say. If you have any alternative casting that we did not mention, jump down in the comments section below. Share this video. Share your thoughts. If, if you have not already, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. We do this show every single Wednesday night around seven or seven o'clock, or seven o'clock or seven thirty at night EST. Uh, if you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast, the Superview Show Podcast Edition. And Chatboard, thank you so much tonight for helping us out. You guys and were amazing also, tonight. You just mentioned and, uh, podcasts. I did mention a podcast. What's going on, Bill? And also check out Sports Insanity Podcast. We are on all platforms. And also don't forget to check out tomorrow night, Thursday night, Gridiron and, uh, at 7 o'clock. And don't forget to check out the Sunday Sideline Report, Sunday mornings at 10. Yeah, definitely. Check him out. He's really good. I recommend him. Yeah. So. Well. That's all, folks. Again, thank you so much for watching and joining us as always. If you haven't already subscribed to our YouTube channel, follow us on Instagram and Twitter, simply at Superview Show. And you should. (laughs) And we'll see you guys next time. Thank you so much, everyone, for watching. You guys are amazing. We'll see you guys next time.